Happy Christmas everywhere In the hearts of all people both near and far Christmas everywhere Feel the love of the season wherever you are On the small country roads lined with green mistletoe Big city streets where a thousand lights glow Let it be Christmas And welcome to Education, Leadership and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. This is a Christmas edition, a Christmas Eve edition. And uh, welcome uh, to the program, everyone. We are obviously on location here. And if you look, we are in my sister's home here, my sister Suzanne Carbonero, uh, celebrating Christmas Eve. And that was one of my favorite Christmas tunes, Alan Jackson, Let It Be Christmas. Uh, but we are on site in her kitchen and, and celebrating uh, Christmas Eve. And I decided to do this show because uh, I wanted to share a little bit about my family and some of our traditions and celebrate the Christmas season. So we have some background sound and we're literally in Suzanne's home uh, getting ready for Christmas uh, here, Christmas Eve. Uh, celebrating. So welcome to Education, Leadership and Beyond, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you and your family. Thank you so much for being part of the program. If you do tune in live today, please share a Christmas Christmas tradition that you celebrate in your family, something that is special to you and your family. Uh, share that out and we'll, we'll uh, say it out loud here on the program. So I wanted to tell a story here on Christmas Eve uh, something that you could share with, with people. And hey, Jody, Merry Christmas to you. Share out uh, uh, something uh, special for your family. So uh, my friend Dan Spanauer, Dan's been on the show. This is a great resource, his book here, Leading Narratives by Dan Spanauer. He writes the uh, for the uh, Coaching and Leadership Journal, the leadership publishing team. And here's a great story in this book, Leading Narratives. It's called How Poor We Are. You know, so much here at Christmas is about gifts and on all of that commercial stuff. But really, truly, and this is why we're doing this show here today, it's about your family. It's about traditions and it's about some love uh, and the, the sharing of your family. So this is a great story. It's called How Poor We Are. And again, featured in Leading Narratives here by my friend Dan Spanauer. One day, a father of a very wealthy family took his son on a trip to the country with the firm purpose of showing his son how poor people can be. They spent a couple of days and nights, they spent a couple of days and nights on the farm of what could be considered a very poor family. On their return from the trip, the father asked his son, how was the trip? The son said, it was great, dad. Did you see how poor people can be? The father asked. Oh yeah, said the son. So what did you learn from the trip? Asked the father. The son answered, I saw that we have one dog and they have four. I saw that we have a pool that reaches to the middle of our garden and they have a creek that has no end. We have imported lanterns in our garden and they have stars at night. Our patio reaches to the front yard and they have the whole horizon. We have a small piece of land on, uh, to live on and they have fields that go beyond our sight. We have, servant who, we have servants who serve us, but they serve others. We buy our food. They grow theirs. We have walls around our property to protect us. They have friends who protect them. 
With this, the boy's father was speechless. Then his son added, thanks, Dad, for showing me how poor we really are. Everything is about perspective, and the perspective may not be the same as those you are trying to influence. So I share that story here on Christmas Eve, uh, thinking about all of the uh, commercialism and all of the, the stuff that people are giving one another and, and receiving, but really the true joy in Christmas is, is sharing the love of your family, giving to others, and the richness in your family. Uh, the title of this program is How Rich We Really Are, and not talking about money, not talking about uh, things you have in your life, yet relationships. And I wanted to do this show here in my sister's home. Uh, my sister has been in my life, my whole life, um, one of my biggest fans, one of my biggest protectors and supporters. And I'm rich. I'm rich not only because of my sister, but my family. Uh, my children are here. My wife is here. My mom is here. And uh, during the holiday times, it's not about the items or the gifts. It is about the family and what you can give with your love, with your support, with your attention, with your time. And those are the really important things at Christmas and uh, really happy to celebrate that uh, and be with family. So without further ado, I do want to welcome in my sister Suzanne. Here she is. Uh, and, sliding uh, in. Sliding in. We wanted to make sure she got in here. Hey, Suzanne. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry I, Christmas. I am good. And uh, thanks for agreeing to do this. We're in between courses here and uh, uh, really excited to be here with you. This is exciting. This is my kitchen live on Christmas Eve. Live on Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, normally it's bustling uh, with food and people, but we kind of kicked everyone out because we did want to share this, you know, what did you think of that story here on uh, on Christmas Eve, Suzanne? It resonates with me. I mean, this is a very simple holiday, really, when you think about it. I can, I can go back way, 26 years we've been doing this. And when I was a kid and I was growing up, my father owned a drugstore down in Tompkinsville in Staten Island, and it was on the North Shore, and he worked till midnight. And my mother would wait up with my two grandmothers, and I remember, and I said, we're not together. I really want to do something where we're together. So I feel very rich on Christmas Eve uh, because it's a time where we can all be together and uh, see multiple generations uh, interact with one another, enjoy one another. Uh, so it's a, it's a really special day, and it's a special night for us. Uh, so I can resonate with that because it is about the simplicity. When I go out and I run, and I know you want to talk a little bit about that, it's about being in that moment and letting that moment uh, overwhelm you in, in a very positive way. So I, I, I get where you're, you're going with that story. And Suzanne, we grew up uh, in a uh, – and your, your cousin here, Debbie, is here, your uh, cousin-in-law. She's watching in the other room. Um you know, it's so much work, right? It's a lot of work for you. The food is here. Uh, the, your home is, is filled with, with Christmas decorations and stuff. But besides all the work, because I know you dive into work, what is it that you most enjoy about hosting Christmas Eve? It's the family. It's the people. It's the interaction of everybody coming together in this one space, in this one time. Everything else is sort of uh, put at the sidelines, I think, on this day. And we all make an effort to be here. Um, and to be present in that moment, 
And, and I think that's what makes it special is that everybody, they come far and wide. I mean, people are coming from Bethlehem. They're coming from Long Island. They're coming the from Staten Island. The real Bethlehem? Well, the kind of oh, Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, okay. But they kind of make it like it's real Bethlehem. <laughs> uh, but it, it, everybody comes together. They're coming from Connecticut. And, and it's, it's just, uh, it feels good that everybody makes this the stop on Christmas Eve that they can't forget. Yeah. And they need to be here among everybody. So. Well, and you've created a beautiful tra uh, tradition for our family. The food, uh, the drink, the, the, the warmth, uh, your home is great. Suzanne, a lot of people might have Christmas Eve at their home and then go somewhere else for Christmas. You also host Christmas tomorrow. I do. Um, so I know you have to be tired after it all. During the break here, us educators, we do get a break here at Christmas. Suzanne is the director of assessment at the Philadelphia Colleges of College of Pharmacy, and you know she has a break here also. Tell me about your own personal wellness here over these next few days leading up to New Year's and Christmas. You're doing all this work here. How do you how do you take care of yourself? How do you enjoy it yourself and feel well yourself? Yep, it's discipline. You have to make time for yourself because you want to be your best self for everybody else. In order for me to be my best self for everybody else, I need to escape. I need to go for you know, an hour run. I need to jump out to a spin class. I need to um, do something that's going to get me moving and grooving and calm inside, right? And so there's a lot of reflection around running and um, being disciplined around knowing, hey, I want to put in that hard work because I know I'm going to be better for everybody else if I put in that hard work, better for myself. Uh, and so, you know, all the little chaos that happens throughout the day, it all kind of seems a lot easier when you've prepared for it because you know it's going to happen. It's not going to go perfectly. I burn things. I spill hot water. Yesterday, I, I, I had all kinds of mishaps that occurred in the kitchen. Uh, but it's okay. I got up this morning, 7.30, prepared some uh, appetizers, ran out to a spin class with my daughter, came back, felt really refreshed and ready to go. So you have to believe that uh, you can't rush around and forget yourself in this whole moment. I mean, I know like I like to buy gifts and I like to give of myself and cook and, and, and make everything really special. But if I don't do for myself... Um, in a way that uh, makes me be better for everybody else. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a disservice to everybody else, really. Suzanne, you mentioned uh, your daughter, Caitlin, um, here, and your son, Chris, is here, a senior at Syracuse University. Uh, you have some nieces and nephews here. Your cousins are here, and here comes your mother. Hello, Grammy. You could sneak in here. This is, uh, this my, is Grammy. my Grammy. Hi, guys. Hi, Mom. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Grammy. Thanks for visiting. Dory, you're welcome. So Suzanne, and again, your, your mother is here. My mother's here. Uh, what are some traditions that you hope your children will take? Mom uh, taught us so many things and um, gave us so much. You know, your children are here and eventually they're going to go on to their own homes sure. and their own lives and spouses. You know, what are some things that you hope they take from this what did you say? 26 years. This is 26 years. What do you, what, what is something you hope that they take? You know, I hope that they take tradition. I think they will. Interestingly enough, the, uh, the gifts this year reflect our childhood. My son was thrilled to get a lightsaber. 
a real one, clearly. A, a green, ignite the green, right? A real one. Well, there's, no, him, there's no fake lightsabers. No, there's no fake lightsabers. <laughs> no fake lightsabers. I mean, but this is the real thing. I mean, it's the, it's, it's, it's the weapon of, of a true Jedi. <laughs> the, the green one. The green the, one. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, there's my daughter is into mixed tapes and, and turntables and old-fashioned uh, electronics, if you will. Hi, Kate. And there she is. She <laughs> Step right in, Caitlin. Step in. Well, and so, like, the 80s is, is today. So I think they bring the tradition of music and Here's the holidays. Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Merry Christmas. Thanks Merry for visiting. <laughs> and I, I hope that they bring... I hope they bring the memories with them and realize that every every moment in their time, they've learned to be uh, the person that they're going to bring to their own children, the person that they're going to bring to their own grandchildren. That they're practicing for their future selves. So I hope that they will take the the holiday spirit. They will take the giving. They will take the cooking. They will take the uh, the traditions with them. And Suzanne, we grew up in a, an Italian American household and. Tell me about the tradition of the of the fish tonight and, and the story of the fish. Tell me about that. Yeah, so then we have the seven fishes, which is an Italian feast. Uh, apparently, my two children tell me it's a little downplayed in, in Italy as, as opposed to here in the United States. But uh, we honor um, we honor uh, our Lord coming in on a, um, a donkey, uh, traveling, you know, hours and on end to uh, be born to this this new world, and so we we stay away from the meat products today, and we are actually cleansing our palate with fish um, in preparation for tomorrow in our celebration of Christ's uh, birthday and His uh, ultimate gift um, to all of us. It is. She's an excellent cook. If you're close here to Ewing, New Jersey, and you know Suzanne. Uh, Come on over. Stop in. Stop in. <laughs> plenty of food. Plenty of food. Extra yeah. chair for everybody. In the in the Bible, the story of the, the wedding where they made the, the food and the wine, and uh, it's kind of like that here. It just keeps coming. The good stuff happens all night long. It's not just in the beginning of the evening. Suzanne, uh, you know, again, you're hosting Christmas Eve. You're hosting Christmas Day. New Year's is just around the corner. You know, you turned 50 I did. in November. What are some things that you're looking forward to in 2019 and in your mind turning 50? And doesn't she look great for 50? She 50. Hit, you fell into the Derek Jeter chair the other day. You got a boo-boo I, -boo I fell into um, the Derek Jeter chair. But, I mean, you're in terrific shape. What are you, some of your hopes and some of your goals for 2019? Yeah, so 2019, you know, I, I had a lot of hopes for 2018. I said I have to come out of my 40s with a bang. And so I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm actually wearing my Chicago mm. uh, Marathon medal, uh, which I'm very proud of. Uh, in October, I was able to get a personal best in that race. Actually, the day after my 50th birthday, I'm probably more proud of this one. I really should have put this one. And this is the Princeton half. And any of you that uh, have in been to Princeton, here. in my backyard, any of you have been to Princeton, very hilly race. And I said to myself, this is going to be a real tough one. And uh, so this was a PR as well. I wanted to get under two hours, and I did. So I don't know. Like, I think of milestones. I, I'm really pleased with the way I'm going to come out of 2018, a turkey trot and, you know, um, winning my second in my division. Um which I just moved up in a division, right? Uh, 
because of turning 50 on November 3rd. But I think like, I just want to be my better self. I, I, I'm contemplating stepping into some um, doctoral courses this year, potentially. Dr. Suzanne. Yeah. You're the doctor of the, uh, the fish behind us here. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm potentially thinking about moving into that, you know, oh. that realm. Um, I want to graduate my son from Syracuse mm -hmm. and get him situated and on his way to uh, the job of his, his dreams, potentially. Uh, I'd like to run some more races well, uh, uninjured. I mean, that's part of it, too. You want to... When, when you run, it's not, oh, I'm just going to sign up for this race and not do anything about it. I mean, I... I take it very seriously. I, I, you know, tend to keep everything electronic. I mean, I wear, you know, a Garmin watch and keep everything electronic, but I, I do print out a schedule for myself for all of the marathons and half marathons and check things off and make notes about, was I really prepared for that, for that run? Was I organized in my nutrition for that run? Uh, so I'd like to be a better runner this year and continue to, to get strong, uh, and keep myself healthy. I think that makes a very good example for my children, the discipline, the healthiness, and um, staying focused, I think, on what's most important in uh, my everyday. And this holiday time, that the renewal, the, the New Year's, it's, it's, it is a great time. And, uh, you know, it's been nice for us to come here all these years. Suzanne, she used to be in Staten Island. I used to be in Staten yeah. Island, uh, but it's a little further away, but it's still nice to come. And uh, the warmth here is great. But uh, I wish you the best in 2019. Here's cheers to 2019. Cheers, cheers uh, for 2019. And uh, all of our viewers live. If you are watching live and you would like to slouch it, if you would like to share a Christmas tradition, please leave that on the screen here. Or if you're watching it afterwards, please leave it on the screen and share your uh, Christmas Eve traditions. Um, and I've been coming. We were talking before we went on. I think I've been here for almost I everyone. So. I was away in Italy for the one year. I think he was a teenager. I'm just really you were you were young. <laughs> Listen, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been great, and we've been here, and uh, we traveled to get here, but you do it so special for us. Um, Suzanne, we talked about some of your passions. Sure. This day, this holiday in your home is a passion, and you're doing a, a tremendous job. The running, uh, is such a part of your life. Uh, but another part of your, your life, right, you, you, you give so much to your job. Uh, you are the director of assessment for the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy. But one of those things, the aspects of your job is that you present. Yes. Uh, you present locally. You, you travel and present at conferences. Um, do you enjoy presenting to others? And when you're done with a presentation, what is it hope? What is it that you hope that the audience is walking away with? Oh, I want them to take what I've, I've taught. I mean, I look at these presentations as teaching moments, right? And so I'm putting in everything. You said passion. I'm putting everything into this presentation because I believe that ultimately we're here to help students and help people uh, become um, better than yesterday, right? It's about like pushing forward and, and reaching for success. And so I hope that the tactics and strategies that we've employed um, and the research that we've done will help somebody else and help another school and help another group of students uh, excel and, and meet their goals. So that's really the hope. Can you take the strategies that we've used to be successful in our program to the next level, to your own program, to your own institution and help more students? It's about making a greater impact. Every job that I've ever taken in education has been 
about can I make a greater impact uh, at this job? It's not about the money. It's not about the power. It's not about the title. It's about making that greater impact. And so that's what I truly hope that when a teacher, a, a faculty member, a, a dean, a, an administrator of a college comes to the presentation, firstly, I'm, I'm always grateful that they chose us. I try to go for a, a kind of a, a, a clever uh, title, right, mm -hmm. to kind of bring mm -hmm. them in. Hook, right? get them in. Hook, sure, hook, sure. right, right. You know, I mean, we teach like a pirate and you got to hook them in, right? Um, but then when they get there, I want them to come in uh, with great anticipation, and then I want them to walk away with, hey, I can use this tomorrow in my school, in my classroom, in my program, and it will uh, better the students uh, within it. And, and it will develop us and, and our community uh, to have continuous improvement in, in our programmatic development as well. And Suzanne, I mean, you're, I don't know what you're better at, cooking or presenting, but you, your impact is great uh, in both of those areas. Uh, but really, again, to go back to the Christmas theme, it is about our impact on one another and, and what we can give uh, uh, to each other. And, um, you know, that presenting that you do for your job is great. You know, the College of Pharmacy is, is lucky to have you. Oh, you know? um, Suzanne, your social medias, um, I know you put a lot of stuff out there. You have a good following. What are your social so people that are watching uh, sure. can follow you? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at SusieProf. Uh, uh, Insta is at SusieProf1. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'll take the... The realm of, of Beth Huff, who I truly respect, she was uh, great. like a pilot, a uh, pirate rather. Um, I guess she is kind of a pilot of her own school, but lead like a pirate. Uh, I use Facebook more for fun and family, but uh, you can follow me there. I'm um, Suzanne Carbonero on Facebook as well. This is this is my son. He's got to step in. Step in. Come on in, Chris. This is my son, there he Chris. Is. Soon to be a graduate of Syracuse University. Come here, Chris. Go orange, Chris. Besides go orange, Chris, tell me your major. And uh, for those watching that have connections to get you a good job when you're done graduating. Why not? What are you I, looking I, to do? Uh, I am a marketing and television radio film double major in the Whitman School of Management and Newhouse School of Communications mm -hmm. at Syracuse University. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking for a position in a marketing and film somewhere in New York City. Making a greater impact. Yeah. Good lab. Good kid. Good lad. Good lad. Good always, kid. Always a pleasure. Chris was Merry on the program. Everybody. Merry Christmas, Chris. Uh, if you have a big-time job out there looking for someone marketing, he is graduating uh, in May. Uh, Suzanne, another thing that you were involved in in here, this is hot off the presses uh, from Topps Cards here. This is our – no, sorry, James. This is our nephew here, James uh, Lucas, uh, Yankee fan here. But one of the things that um, – you do, Suzanne. You also write a blog for the Yankees. Sure. Uh, again, if you're, you're interested in the Yankees, what is that, Suzanne? Sure, that's bleedingyankeeblue.com. Mm -hmm. uh, I am Susie Pinstripe. That is my pen name. Uh, we produce content every single day of the week, seven days a week, whether the Yankees lose, whether the Yankees win, whether we're in-season, out-season. We're on top of the news. Uh, so we're we're closely watching the uh, the trades and the potential development of the Yankee team looking new, for 2019 win of the World Series new signees to the team this is this is a new he, I feel very connected to James James was born two days before my 50th so James and I are very connected I saw him when he was about four hours old mm -hmm. it was one of the best birthday gifts you could ever get 
down there to see your uh, uh, nephew. And and I'll tell you this about Suzette, right? James is born. She's at the hospital. One of my favorite stories about my sister. Hello, Nick. Come Nick, on in. Nick, Nick Carbonero. Nick, Nick. Is a, Nick is a junior uh, at Temple University. Nick, introduce yourself. Hello. I'm, I'm Nick. I'm a junior at Temple University. What are, you, what are you studying? I'm studying kinesiology. Hopefully Nick. in the future to uh, become a future physical therapist. Nick is very modest. He's also the captain of the varsity crew team. Captain. Captain. Nick Carbonero. Uh, yeah, that would also be me. So. That would be the same person. <laughs> Nick, uh, going into 2019 holiday season, do you have a, a resolution, something you're looking forward to in 2019? Uh, well, I'm personally looking forward to my crew season for junior year. It's a big season for not only myself but all my teammates. So I'm looking forward to that and seeing how everybody else can kind of work together so we can try to become as best as we can in terms of the country and then maybe even out of the country again this year. Yeah. You've been coming to Christmas Eve uh, here your whole life. Is that correct? That is correct. As long as I can remember. <laughs> That's honestly. it. The food budget has gone up over the years. The food <laughs> yeah. budget has gone up. We've got these yeah. little kids that have grown up. We've got to get extra fish. Yeah. I it's all good. definitely eat a lot more than I did a couple years ago. It's all good. So. All good. We wish you the best, Nick, at Thank Temple you, University, yeah. kinesiology major, uh, doing great things, the crew team. Thank you very much. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for stopping in. <laughs> we got people here. The kitchen is going to be getting busy here. We're getting close to dinner. Sure. Uh, so we are going to wrap up soon here. Uh, but I do want to share this story. Uh, uh, when I was officiating in the ACC, my sister told me, uh, officiating college troops, she said, Andrew, if you get in the ACC, I'm coming to your first game. I don't care where it is. I'm going. And sure enough, uh, when I did get in, boom. We were there. Boston College. Boston Suzanne College. Suzanne was there. Uh, again, as I mentioned when I opened the show, one of my biggest fans and one of my biggest yeah. supporters. Um, so it's so nice to be here on Christmas uh, celebrating with you. Uh, a shout-out to our brother Paul and Maureen uh, that couldn't be here today. Um, they're out uh, in Minnesota, and Maureen is heading to Ireland tomorrow. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. i got to interrupt you. Come I'm going to interrupt. You, you are, I am the, you are sister. the big sister. It's not the first time. So he's talking about ACC. I want to go way back. I want to go back to I'm going to come out and see him play college basketball. <laughs> and he says to me, you know, I don't always play. I said, that's all right. So we drive, I don't know, a gazillion hours down to North Carolina. And uh, there we are. We show up at Guilford College. Guilford College. Quakers. And I'm watching the game and the boy is the boy. This young man is sitting on the bench. I said, no, I'm not going to have this. So I walk down to the bench, <laughs> and I sit on the bench, and I introduce myself. This is pre-game warm-ups. It wasn't during the game. It was pre-game. <laughs> no, I think it might have been halftime. <laughs> I, I disagree with you. Okay. So then I, okay. I, I shake the coach's hand, and I, said, <laughs> I, I say who I am, of course. And I said, you know, I drove 15 hours to see this kid play in the game. I'd like to see him play. I'm so excited. Thank you, Coach. Sure enough, I sit down. And now, it wasn't exactly when I sat my rear end down. But soon after, the kid goes in. This kid, the first pass he gets, he throws in a three-pointer. And I stand up, yes. And there's about seven of us in the story. entire arena. That's a true, this is a true story. That's a true story. There's about seven of us in the arena. And I am up. And I said, do you see? And the coach gives me a real life, yeah, you see one of them? But I have to say, like, I think, you know, you hit on a good point. I think we have to advocate for the people in our lives, specifically when 
you know what they're not ready to advocate for themselves or they're in the moment and they don't know to advocate for themselves and i believe that we have to step up there and give them a little push or or say something to their uh, boss or superior or coach about that person because they may not have seen that person in the light that you have and so i feel like it's up to us out there to kind of do that so i do that with my own kids and they're ready to kick my butt but at the end of the day they say to me you know what thank you for, for pushing me or thank you for letting the coach know that you know this kid uh could do this thing you know caitlin wants to run an 800 i i tell the coach all the time why not run an 800 you can run a 200 run an 800. What's the difference hashtag big sister there you go uh cousin debbie is popping in here Deborah. hey debbie thanks Deborah. for visiting thanks the program debbie carbonero hi debbie introduce yourself hi i'm debbie carbonero cousins Cousins. Kissing cousins. Cousins. Uh, <laughs> Debbie, yeah, what, what do you do? I uh, work for a wealth management company, and I teach spin. Well, there you go. Debbie has been a long-standing, long-standing. Uh, member of the Christmas Eve crew here. Yes. Her children, her husband are here. Uh, Debbie, what does this tradition mean to you? It pretty much is everything. It is, uh, this is the meaning of Christmas Eve here. Mm. Mm. It Family. Is. Long time. Friends, family, good food, excellent food. Excellent food. We're going to eat here shortly. Yeah. yeah. I interrupted the, 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 the eating here. So it's all good. Yeah. That's the power of working ahead. You, you <laughs> can stop. She's a planner. She's you good. can stop. You can do other things, but still kind of be ahead of the game. I, I, it's discipline. comes down to it, right? Debbie, thanks for stopping in. All right. Suzanne, I know people are getting hungry for dinner. Sure. Uh, we're going to have you on the program uh, in 2019. Suzanne's right. professional job, again, the Director of Assessment at the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy. When you come on in the spring, Suzanne, tell me some, educationally, what is it that you'd like to talk about? What is some of your passions educationally or some of your philosophies? Yeah, I think we want to talk a, a lot about assessment for learning. I think people look at assessment as, oh, it's a big test. And, uh, you know, oh, I'm scared and I'm anxious. And, and we use assessment as formative assessment in order to better uh, develop uh, the right program, individualized instruction. So I think we can talk a lot about, you know, what's going on in assessment and how we use that uh, to uh, create game plans for students uh, and give them success plans. I'd like to talk a lot about what the work that I've been doing with IMS Global, mm. uh, which is uh, connected to a variety of different educational uh, solutions that are out there to provide students and faculty and, and programs with uh, real-time information about student learning, about making student learning more visible, uh, about making more um, transparent the, the types of learning and uh, I think uh, the opportunities that folks have to uh, develop um, great um, artifacts of their learning. So while I'm going to talk about the comprehensive learner record, I'm going to be going out to the IMS Global Summit in Arizona later this year, also be at um, their big conference in San Diego. And this is the really the you know, when you look at the education genome, you, you start off, you know, in elementary and middle school and you're building this repertoire of, of learning and you're looking to advance. Uh, this is an end-to-end -end opportunity where we say, this is the work that I put in. This is the evidence that I am competent in these key, key world skills that are needed in today's market. 
and uh, this is the evidence that I have. And, and looking at transcripts as more of these organic learning plans uh, versus grades. So I'd like to talk a lot about that transformation in higher ed that's happening right now. Let's do it. We're going to book uh, Susie Prof here in the spring. Do want to give a shout out to our friend Jay Billy, who's a friend of Suzanne's, a friend of mine. Hi, Jay. Uh, if you're looking for a book to read here in 2019, you're an educator. Uh, culture Matters. It is a lead with culture. Lead with culture. It's in the um, in the lead uh, Teach Like a Pirate series. Yep. Uh, lead Like a Pirate. Um, and Jay has been a friend of the program and yeah. a friend of you. Yeah, I like Lead with Culture. Uh, I also want to uh, throw out uh, Jimmy Cassis, uh, Culturize, I mm -hmm. think is an awesome uh, book. But those two books uh, I read back to back because I was starting this new job at the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy and it really set me up for next steps in developing a culture of assessment. So I highly, highly recommend both of those books to, to get you started in the new year. Suzanne, we're going to wrap it up. A passion we share together uh, is Kenny Chesney. Kenny. And one of my favorite uh, country songs here. We'll, we'll end it. But uh, uh, thanks for hosting Thank number you. 26 here. This was uh, fun. And cheers, uh, Christmas. Cheers. Uh, everyone watching at home, thank Slancha. you so much. Slancha. And cheers. Cheers. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, take some time to rest and take care of yourself uh, here at, uh, at the holiday time. And uh, Again, you're an educator, a well-deserved rest to you. Uh, let's kick this music off here. This is All I Want for Christmas by our friend Kenny. Kenny, if you're Rather watching, we're, we're uh, big fans. So. Big fans. We'd love to come to your show this year. <laughs> <laughs> going to get Kenny on the show. So we're going to sign off here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond. This is our last program for 2019, uh, 2018. 2018. And, um, Looking forward to great things ahead in 2019. Oh, Gonna have my sister Suzanne on here. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas. Bye -bye. Merry Christmas. Kenny. Kenny. It's not the first time we've listened. Cheers. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas, everyone. Ooh, don't you think it's a pretty good day? All I want for Christmas is a real good tan.